So as we transition here, I want to touch on a guy we've been tiptoeing through in this discussion of the assistants, the guy they are assisting, Bill Belichick, 70-year-old head coach of the uh, NEP, who, according to, I think, an expert source, because I listened to Steve Belichick, who is the defensive play caller, but more importantly, the son of Bill Belichick. That helps. Said, you know, he was posed the question, because the defensive staff is intact, even though it doesn't have a coordinator, it's intact. Gerard Mayo's there. Steve Belichick's there. Mike Pellegrino. All those guys are there. The Marcus Covenant all stayed. Might Bill transition to the offense more this year? Might he be more involved in the offense where Joe Judge, Fitzy doesn't like that idea. Someday we'll be on video and you can see the response visually. Oh um, my God, please no. No, 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 no. I don't want Bill Belichick more involved in the offense. There are plenty of people that can, Bill Belichick, I understand that there's no one who probably should understand offense more than a defensive-minded coach. Uh, Belichick could take the Fred Astaire's Ginger Rogers sort of like, yeah, well, one of us danced this way and the other one had to learn all the steps backwards as well. But I want him to just focus on the defense because he's got his friggin' kids as the, as the coaches and the assistants. And there's no one there that has had years, if not decades of experience like he has. And oh, by the way, they're going to be going with a borderline entire scheme change with like 19 safeties on the field. Andy, please. God, no. You left out one key fact as well. They uh, still have to face the Bills at least twice a year, a team that they, um, they're they still still hoping to make punt at some point in the next game they play them. Cause Hopefully you see Matt arise at some point. <laughs> but, like, it's it's this weird thing. I don't want – I'm kind of with Fitzy, too. I don't want Belichick taking more control no, of the offense. I think no. you've seen in 20-plus years uh, his system, it's not all that groundbreaking offensively, right? It's pretty straightforward. And so I think – it was amplified by Tom Brady. Without Tom Brady, it is now a very simplistic system. It's run the football, let's hopefully get some play action shots, and that's about it. Especially well, well, when you I, don't have a ton of talent to help make it more creative. And, I, how is pause okay, for a yeah. second? Because you, I think any declarations as to what the post Tom Brady Patriots offense is are premature, quite frankly, because. The first year was Cam Newton, and by their own admission, a reset year financially. Cam Newton couldn't play the position. I don't care what people want to tell me about his rushing touchdowns or any of that crap. He could not play the position anymore. We actually saw that in Carolina as well a year later when he returned there. And then the second year is a rookie quarterback, which ask any team, Jacksonville, Chicago, wherever you want to go, a rookie quarterback is a transitional period. It's it, like you're not – where you want to be even if that guy is the guy so we'll see where the offense goes with mac jones if he's the guy if he's better than shine thinks he is and they evolve talent wise around him you know they have complementary talent right now decent competitive talent i won't say they have go-to playmakers but i still think the story of what is going to be the mac jones patriots offense is still to be written this year next year and beyond so i just want to push back against the idea that like what the offense has been the last two years is what belichick's offense is without tom brady no no, i don't think i i'm not that's not what i'm saying i'm saying even with tom brady the entire idea and scheme of the offense was not all that complicated in terms of 
groundbreaking new adjustments, right? Outside of that 07 change where it was a combination of Bill and Josh researching the spread offense and then really implementing it with the uh, softer defensive play that had to be played due to the new rule changes and everything like that. Outside of that one time, the Patriots offense has never been – this groundbreaking style. It's not a Shanahan or a McVeigh or even a Kubiak kind of offense. It was always very straightforward. It's we're going to play under center. We're going to run the football. We're going to run play action. And then when Tom Brady sees the opportunity, when we see opportunity, Tom Brady's going to sit in shotgun and dice the crap out of zone defenses. Like right. that's, that's, it, it was never all that complicated because it was more so Brady driven than anything else. And so now I think you, so without Brady, it just, the basis that was left of a Bill Belichick system offense is just simple. And that's what, that's what would scare me about him then taking control of the offense. I don't want simple. I want good offensive play. Well, just simple doesn't mean it can't be good. Patriots offense has been good. No, 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 no. It's been fine. No, no, no. The Patriots offense was really good for 20 years. Because of Tom Tom Brady. Brady. Largely because of Tom Brady. But the one thing I think that we're overlooking or forgetting here, and yes, Andy, I do agree with you that we don't really know what this next phase, this next iteration of the Patriots offense or the Mac Jones offense, if you want to call it that, is going to look like. And maybe now it is kind of like the end zone under construction and it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it is. I hope they do spread things out. I hope they do innovate. I hope it doesn't look like the Brady offense because now that one of the masterminds or the latest architect involved in the Earhart Perkins Weiss McDaniels Brady offense is gone. No more Brady, no more Josh. Let's take the best of whatever they offered, but now let's turn it around. Let's tinker with it. Let's screw with it. Let's put it back in the lab in the garage. Let's mutate it and make it work to Mac Jones's assets. Mac Jones's skill set. That's what it needs to become. But Shime, as far as what you were saying over the years, the thing about the Patriots offense, what I used to always call it, and I think a lot of other people did too, game plan offense. If you were weak against the run, they were going to try to hammer you with the run. If you were soft over the middle, it was going to be short passes and crosses. If you couldn't defend them deep, then guess what? It was going to be Randy, go and get it, or whoever else they could possibly chuck it to downfield. That's what I think we always loved about him, and that, again, is one of the sneaky hallmarks or one of the unheralded aspects as to why the Patriots were so damn successful for two decades. And, you know, I think we only need to go back as far as 2018 when the pass really wasn't working and Josh Gordon flamed out and they didn't have a whole lot and Gronk was, you know, working on one and a half legs at that point, they became a power running team and bulldozed their way to an unexpected Super Bowl title. Yeah, Yeah. like I understand that there's going to be some evolution here. It's just I'm not – I just – I don't think Belichick should be the one to herald in that new evolution. I think he needed to find someone. Yeah. Good point. Is is the idea that, as his son said, he still wears all the hats. He's always worn all the hats in the organization. He always will in his eyes, Steve Belichick's eyes. Uh, Gerard Mayo brought that up, how Bill just doesn't sleep. He doesn't need any sleep. He can, and we even had Matt grow. If we go back to the draft press conference where he said, Bill Belichick's the GM of this team. He has been, he will be. So a 70 year old who you might think a, who once upon, once upon a time said of himself, I won't be Marv Levy. I won't be. He's actually taking on as many jobs as he ever has at 70 when hell Fitzy gets mad when I talk about this. 
70. Some people are dead already, or they're usually retired. And he is now doing as much or more work than ever. And very pointed glance in my direction when you said dead already. Wow. That well, I, you gross. and Mutt tend to get like creeped out when I admit that people who turn 70 are on borrowed time or are, you know, uh, no, they're not the average American life expectancy goes up every year. And that includes COVID binge watching and all the Miller light you drink. It's like 72 for Shime's trash diet. It's hey, like it's a 72. wonderful experience. He's close to the average life expectancy in one of the highest stress jobs, least sleeping jobs on the planet. But my point, my bigger point is, is that fine? Like, is that okay? Are we fully comfortable that he is the be all end all Patriots guy? And the other aspect of this that worries me from Bill's perspective is, you know how they say in basketball, positionless, positionless basketball. Mm -hmm. It's it's like he's trying to create a, a positionless coaching staff. It's and gross. I don't really understand it. And I know I'm not one of those that gets into, oh, it's all ego. Bill's ego always gets in the way. Like, I think that's an easy, cheap shot. It's like a fallback shot at Bill. Like, I don't think it's ego. Like, do you actually think he believes what he's doing right now is good and right and the and the, the path for success? Well, why would he do it unless he believed it was? Ego. Ego is the answer. I he, mean, he, my, the why other would he side will say ego. He wants to prove just everybody said Tom Brady went to Tampa and built a right. winner. It was all about Tom Brady. And he, he was the Patriot way. Right. Now, Bill is showing you it's all me. I don't have an offensive coordinator. I don't have a – I took a D coordinator and made him an offensive assistant. I took a – I can – you know, the old he can take hisins and beat urines. He's just taken all his various hisins from over the year and ready to urine all over you. Yeah, I just – and I but I don't buy it. Like, I don't think – as good as a coach as Bill Belichick is, and I think he's the greatest of all time, I just don't buy it. Like, I don't think that he can do that. I don't think this is right. I think this is ego. It's Bill Belichick saying, I'm, I can do this better than anybody ever has and ever will. It wasn't just Tom Brady. It was mostly me. And I don't think that's accurate. I think it was mostly Tom Brady because he's the greatest quarterback to have ever lived on planet Earth and will ever live. And, and it's just in you. Ultimately, the players play the game, right? The coach can only have so much impact on a game because it's that better. as much. As Bill, good as Isaiah, yeah, point yeah, both of us. He, he says thing. that all the time, Shime. But you know, don't the you Patriots guys the most talented team? Not even close. No, not even. They not might be not, staff. not in their own division. No. They have the best head coach. Yes, and that's maybe, and maybe that's where it goes back to. But do you not believe said head coach who wants to prove everyone wrong? And the best way to do that uh, to, to to silence the doubters and the critics, if you will is to win. Don't you believe said head coach who wants to get to 348 wins, surpass Shula, and be the GOAT coach, uh, both in statistics, achievement, and in, in reputation, don't you think he would do, quote, what's in the best interest of the football team? And if that's in not just having him do everything, but rather uh, divvying out responsibilities and diversifying the coaching portfolio, he would do that? Yeah, I just, it feels like he's reinventing the wheel, you know, to, to take the cliche. Like, and and I don't even care about the specialization we referenced in, in the first segment. Like it, it's worked. It, it just works this way. Like guys have jobs. They know their roles as the rock would say, like, know your role right now. Guys and don't shut know your mouth. Role. Right. And, and this idea, I also am most concerned and you know, what leads me to believe the, the particulars, the principal parties are also concerned. They all brought up the idea of like, we want to make sure Mac gets one voice, one line of thinking, even though he may be getting coached by multiple people. 
And I'm like, that's not going to happen. Like, people are just different. So if one day Joe Judge is talking to him and then he walks over there and Bill's talking to him and then he walks over there and Brian Hoyer is talking to him, I think this has a chance to have Mac Jones, like, spinning his head and not knowing not knowing like exactly what the particulars of the job are or the real minute details. Whereas when it was Josh as the offensive coordinator and the quarterback's coach, it was one voice. It was one simple voice, one teaching style, whatever. So that would be my biggest concern is just the mixed messages, like a a incongruous message being sent from different voices throughout the week or during the game. And you cannot have that message be incongruous. Everyone has to be on the same page in a line, all going, all everyone rowing in the same direction. And you know what? And now as we talk our way through this, parsing out the Zooms, every little nugget and tidbit that's been offered during the offseason and in recent day, this little uh, six rings pod slash therapy session, the more we talk about it, the more I think about it, the more I can understand now that it is going to be a different offense. He used to literally just send everything over to, yeah, just uh, run that down the hall to the McDaniels department. Uh, yeah, we'll send that to McDaniel's Island. Now that um, Josh Berg is gone, if you will, I can see Bill have, oh, man, damn it, I've talked myself right around back into this. He is going to have a bigger hand in the offense this year. Yeah, and I don't I don't uh, like it. I don't, uh, and I, I mean, I guess, I don't know if it would make anybody feel any better, but one last aspect of this is Steve Belichick was asked if he, you know, is going to get the coordinator title, you know, because we're title-free here in New England. Didn't he say something like in more ways than one, if you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Didn't Steve say something like, I "I don't care. I just want to coach football or something like that. Yes. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just hit that back when they had titles for everybody. You know what they won? Super titles. titles. Yeah. Titles. When we won titles, we won titles. I might be talking myself into a column for the morning. <laughs> uh, you, you very if this, if this is like I said, nothing more than uh, some company to keep the listenership, uh, the Foxborough faithful and the Patriots diehards company on the way into work when they're doing yard work, a little therapy session or a workshop for your quote little columns, Andy. So be it. New England, where there's no titles. <laughs> Unless the Celtics win. Okay, that was another uh, action-packed. Although I will say, I'm starting to get disappointed. I think Shime and myself, Jumbo, it says on the screen, and my laptop, uh, are doing a fine job of carrying their weight and uh, fulfilling their roles quite nicely. Then there's a third person who is sold to everybody as Mr. Positive Superfan, who we're about 30 minutes in, and I haven't gotten even a sniff of Mr. Positive Superfan here on the Six Rings podcast. Not a day, not a recorded digital second can go by without you having to just try and fire some sort of North Korean warning shot across my... Why are you always testing missiles halfway around my world? Why must you always poke the bear? Why can't you just leave the fact that I'm actually, post-Brady, a little more in touch, though my fandom remains unscathed? Your loser side? Oh, my God. Depression. Coming, well, there's a little bit of that that sets reality. in now to get to, yes. Reality. Re- reality is a hell of a drug, as I've come to know personally and professionally in recent week, month, and year. Yeah, look, I, I do I, I'm still, I'm still, you know, uh, of the mindset that they'll figure things out. I think that they have more talent than a lot of people give them credit for. I think that they're actually going to win games. You guys last week were like, all right, here we go. Let's uh, finish the old schedule analysis. I have them at negative 19 and two. No, actually, I said six and 11. So I was positive and I said eight and nine. 
po- that was positive. Positivity, yes. yes. Uh, there's say- a thing. There's a thing here, Fitzy. Like we mm-hmm. said, it's called reality. It's more than yep. just a Kenny Chesney song. Oh, nice. More than just the TV programs that Andy watches when he gets off. I love the reality TV. Finishes. I don't anymore. The only Ooh, reality catfish TV on I MTV love... is all time. No, good. no, it's not. So it is good. very bad. It is very so bad. Good. It is fruit roll-ups that is put on TV, and it's bad for your brain. It's bad for your body. The only reality TV I like these days is sports, and my favorite reality program is undergoing, shall we say, uh, a little bit of an executive overhaul right now. And I'm a bit anxious as to how strike. it's going to turn out. Oh, well, it's been a writer's strike. Uh, you lost the showrunner trying to put in some new talent up top. <laughs> we're workshopping the room. So it's director wanted weird. to go you know work on like? a different project. Basically, we're basically the Patriots right now are bewitched. And will the next um, Darren, if you will, step in seamlessly uh, and be able to execute the role of Samantha's husband. I guess we'll find out starting this fall. Or Andy. will they be Game of Thrones and the producers want to get out so bad that the show will end just absolutely horribly? Well, oh, hard. I, honest to God, if Bran is the new quarterback of the Patriots, <laughs> I quit. Spoiler alert. I'm just g- glad uh, uh, Shine brought a, uh, a recommendation that was in the last 10 years. What decade? Bewitched the 60s. You would have been better off with Charmed. <laughs> 